Nutrition is part of our world and nutrients are what our body needs. But with all the fads, gimmicks, trends, and unrealistic ideas about eating, things can be very confusing. Let's dig through the hype and adopt a way of eating that is sustainable and provides the nutrients we need without freaking out over our food. Join me if you're ready to be over the dogma that there's a right and a wrong way to eat. Here, we navigate eating healthier in the real world. Hello, and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Rael, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. I invite you to listen to this podcast with an open mind and be willing to let go of long-standing beliefs about nutrition. I am a nutrition myth buster, helping to dispel myths and misinformation about food and nutrition. I help people have improved health, wellness, and energy without dieting. Welcome to today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. Today, I'm addressing protein as a nutrient and a food group. One of the biggest challenges I find in a conversation about nutrition is when people classify nutrients as a food group. So for example, when people refer to carbs thinking they are a food group and talking about how bad they think they are and believe they shouldn't eat them. And I always have to remind myself that people think they're a food group, don't realize that they're a nutrient, because I'm thinking, why would we not have fruits, vegetables, beans, or any plant foods in our diet? Because carbs are a nutrient. The nutrient carbohydrates includes fiber, starch, and various sugars, and is found in any food of plant origin. Confused, especially because I said this was going to be about protein? Let me back up a little bit and clarify some things here. Nutrients are substance that provides nourishment essential for growth and maintenance of life. And in human nutrition, there are six essential nutrients, meaning we must consume them regularly for energy and optimal health. That's what we mean by essential. We must consume them. And these nutrients are widespread in our foods. And these six essential nutrients are carbohydrates, protein, fat, vitamins, minerals, and water. And if we don't get these nutrients regularly, we will not have a healthy life. 
So if we don't get proper amounts of vitamins and minerals, we could have issues with deficiency conditions or diseases when we don't get those nutrients. And if we don't get enough water regularly, we could even die in a rather short period of time. So here, when referring to nutrients, I'm not talking about any specific food. And just so I don't rehash everything in this episode, I did address food groups versus nutrients where I explained all this in episode two, one of the earliest episodes of the Real World Nutrition Podcast, which I'll link in the show notes. Now, when it comes to protein, we do have an extra twist here. So protein is an essential nutrient. We must consume it on a regular basis. And protein has many, many roles in the body. Most people just think about it building muscle. Well, protein does help repair muscle and other tissues as a result of exercise. And when we do exercise that is designed to build and strengthen muscles, protein plays a role in the repair. Protein alone does not help build muscle because if I just ate protein all day long and that was able to build up muscle, I'd never go to the gym again. So we have to have the combination of exercise, specifically strength training exercise, in combination with an appropriate amount of protein to have muscle buildup or gain muscle. Now, protein has other roles too. For example, antibodies, what I refer to as the soldiers that fight invaders like viruses and other enemies from coming into the body. Those antibody, antibodies are indeed themselves protein. And then protein also helps with skin and tissue repair. It helps with hair and nail growth. It actually helps with pH balance in the body. So the level of pH from acid to alkaline within various parts of the body, the protein does part of its job is to help make sure that pH is in the right range at all times. Protein also helps with fluid balance. So meaning that the fluid is in the right parts of the body, and that is in conjunction with other nutrients like sodium and potassium. And even the enzymes in our body that in part help with digestion of food are also themselves protein. So I refer to protein as the working parent nutrient. It's doing multiple things. It has a lot to do, and it does its best to keep the body well-functioning. Now, here's the twist. is As much as I hate when people call the various food groups, or I should say, call food groups carbs, when carbs are in all the food groups, so carbs, the bread, grain, I should say the grain group is not the carb group. It just happens that the grains also have carbs, but carbs are in all the food groups. But we did have a shakeup several years ago when we switched from that pyramid that a lot of us knew throughout the 90s and first decade of the 21st century, and we switched to the plate food icon in 2011. So more than 10 years ago, we switched to the plate from the pyramid. And when we switched from the plate to the pyramid, we changed the food group that used to be called meat group to the protein group. 
So going back to the start of the food guidance visuals in the mid-1940s throughout the 2000s, we had a food group that most often was called the meat, poultry, fish, and egg group. Meat, poultry, fish, and egg. And on a food guide visual, so the four food groups or the pyramid or the plate, they had, sorry, not the plate, they had this meat group. And then as people were choosing various forms of vegetarianism more often, and some cultures don't eat various forms of meat, we always had to make alternative versions. I shouldn't say always, but we often had alternative versions of these food visuals. So while we had the pyramid that applied to a lot of people, there was another pyramid that applied for people who were vegetarian or other types of populations that didn't eat forms of animal foods. So when the My Plate came out in 2011, to help it be more inclusive, have a majority of dietary approaches included in the plate, that formerly known meat, poultry, fish, and egg group became the protein group. And this group not includes not just those animal sources of meat, poultry, fish, and eggs, but also beans, nuts, seeds, peas, legumes, soy products, and of course, you know, my favorite, peanut butter. So this protein group, or this group that is listed on the food icon, is a good source of protein. It doesn't mean that's the only place we get our protein. We do get protein in other foods. So as I mentioned about the previous podcast, Food Groups and Nutrients, protein is found, protein as a nutrient is found in grains, in small amount of fruits, in vegetables, in dairy products, and of course the foods in the protein group. It's not really appropriate or even reasonable to think only foods, the only foods that provide protein are in the protein group because all foods will contribute to overall protein intake. Now, I try to make this clear, but I also encourage people to take a look at the plate or other past visuals and take a look at it. The plate has the fruit, vegetable, grain, protein, and dairy groups. And keep in mind, even though protein is a nutrient, we've classified it in the current version of the food icon as a food group as well, but protein is found in all the food groups. And all foods in the protein group um, are a source of protein in the diet. So when I tell people, make sure you have a protein with your meal, that doesn't mean you always have to have meat. If I say have a protein as part of your snack, that could include peanut butter, or a hard-cooked egg, or some hummus, or a handful of nuts. It doesn't mean you have to have beef jerky or cook up a piece of fish or eat some artichokes, not artichokes, anchovies, or sardines. So keep in mind, protein is in all foods, but when I say include a protein with a meal, include a protein with the snack, I am referring to that food group. 
I know this can be very confusing and that's how things are in real world nutrition where I try to make it a little bit more clear for you. I'd love to hear feedback on what I've talked about today. And if you ever have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me using the contact in the show notes. And that would include anything that you would like to suggest for ideas or questions that I could address in a future episode. You all take care. Bye for now. I invite you to join the Real World Nutrition Facebook group at Real World Nutrition. Sign up for my weekly email newsletter at ShellyRiel.com. Connect with me on your favorite social media sites by checking the links in the show notes. If you have a nutrition-related question you would like addressed in the podcast, post it in the Real World Nutrition Facebook group or use the form on my website, ShellyRiel.com, and click on Contact. Thanks for listening. Bye now.